was packed on TV. Oh shit, looks like John Wick, Bill and Ted, just Ted, Neo from the Matrix, who's that? Keanu And welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 5, Episode 3, Matrix Resurrections. The GBGBs are a modal podcast within a simulation. I may appear to be just a podcast host named Denali, but I am actually a rogue synthiant freedom fighter known as Clickbait. I'm... <laughs> I'm Agent Ryan. I'm the ship's jacker. I jack people in <laughs> and jack people out. <laughs> I don't think they, they call, call him. <laughs> they call him the jet. They, they just say pilot or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not the you're pilot. The, I don't drive the ship. Yeah. I'm the. I'm yeah. the. You're the the, the operator. The operator. Uh, the jacker. He's I. I operator is close. I feel like there's a name. Cause seek. I think it's it's operator. Is it? Yeah. They they say this is seek. He's our blank. They call me Etchy Hentai Lord. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't think of anything. I was, I was thinking of like modern Matrix names because they have they have a couple new yeah. ones within Resurrections. Like I just went you know, for the agent first it, name. It, it's a classic, you know, and, and that's always going to be there. Agent Ryan. Um, I kind of want to be an agent, honestly. Like I don't want to be like living yeah. in this terrible underground world that's destroyed by machines, and I also don't want to be living in the Matrix that's a human. I want to be like yeah. bending rules guy. They literally just get destroyed, though. Whenever a higher level program is like, yeah, okay, he's dead. So, it's in my normal life. life, we all yeah. die anyways. Sure. My uh, favorite part of uh, of the first Matrix is when Smith, like, he asks everyone to leave, and he kind of loosens his tie, and he tells Morpheus how much he hates his job. He's yeah. like, I hate this. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I just want to retire. Please. No lateral opportunities either. This fucking sucks. Monopoly, then, man. Yeah. And then Neo just kills him. And then I, when Neo kills him in the first Matrix, Amber actually like said out loud, he, he's like, he's just a guy who hates his job. Like, fuck, did he deserve that? Like, he didn't deserve to be exploded. I don't know. Well, he tried to kill Neo, you know, if the, if the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah. You know. Well, that's, that's true. Well, spoilers yeah. for the original movie. The original Matrix, yeah. Oh, go go look for that episode, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know? Watch the movie. Um, which also we say the in the episode. Watch Matrix. So, do cool movie. Either order. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you guys have like your own? I think Jace. I think Jacker could be a cool <laughs> Matrix name, honestly. <laughs> yeah. If, if if it's brought up in like yeah. the first like instance and it's a good context. Yeah. It's like this is Jacker. <laughs> I can't. I he, can't he laugh afterwards. I'm the Jacker. You can't. You cannot. No. You no. Know, someone else has to introduce you. You can't be yeah. calling yourself that. And I'll be I'm standing Stitch. there like this. This guy, he's Jacker. There's a... Oh, that's good. Offer. I, I, no, you, there's no offer. No, Jace, you ruined the whole thing. You just poisoned the whole well. <laughs> there's no... Okay, there's a separate guy named Offer, because he turns things off. Mm -hmm. And there's another guy named Jacker. <laughs> honor. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no honor either. <laughs> there's separate guys. It's spelled H-O-N-O-R. Okay. <laughs> I wrote out like a couple, like just kind of like Matrix, uh, you know, name ideas. Like I feel like, like a thirst trap. That could be that could be a Matrix name. 
um insole troll um astroturf that's like a legit nate matrix name astroturf is an awesome yeah word it's kind of cool uh gaslight it, it sounds Ooh, badass yeah. and is a thing that happens on the internet uh shit post oh be, these are cool one mm, okay um alt like an alt account leak uh flat earth is real.com bathwater uh, bathwater <laughs> i don't it's, i don't know if i want to live of a, in you guys's matrix it's it's already there because they all have it's here. Oh, you're right. You're describing the real world. <laughs> you think that's why uh, the machines kind of took over the whole internet? Yeah, and ran everything. It's like, like it's eh. like um like Jesus. What? Who created? Sorry, who created Vision in Marvel? Uh, the 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 robot Ultron. Ultron who looks at the yeah. internet for all of point zero 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 one milliseconds is like, ah. well, start <laughs> <laughs> <Dark> from zero. <laughs> uh accurate for ultron so th this is our this is our matrix resurrections episode you know this is this is probably i, I was texting you guys this is probably our, our hottest take yet in terms of time right yeah because right. we're, we're reviewing 20 30 year old movies usually Except for that time we did space jam space oh our unaired space jam the episode. last episode mm -hmm. the last episode uh maybe we'll air it one day with enough uh you know with, with enough uh requests but this this movie came out in our time because we record ahead of time about two or three weeks ago. Happy this New Year! It's gonna be fresh takes. Happy New Year, guys! It's probably gonna be a while for <laughs> you listeners. Have you guys uh, over over the uh, since since our Matrix episode, uh, Amber and I have marathoned all the Matrix films. Did you have you guys refreshed it all? No, you know, looked at the and fandom. Okay, Denali, uh Hopefully, you're yeah. about to quiz us. Mm. I watched the oh, second uh, one and then I fell asleep. Right before mm -hmm. he got to the architect. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you got to be awake for that part. Yeah. That, okay. That's fine. Because uh, I, uh, yeah, I should, I didn't have a quiz prepared for this one. Oh, damn it. Because I was going to quiz you guys yeah. last time. Oh. And then uh, I realized that you guys both know way more about the Matrix than me. <laughs> um, I did spend the last week, you know, we watched the two Matrix sequels, Animatrix. And I spent a good amount of time, too much time on Matrix fandom to understand <laughs> the lore and the shit happens because um, this shit's hard, man. This shit's really yeah. hard because I, I did not catch any of this stuff when I first watched it, when it first came out. Right. And I, I lived my whole life not knowing what the fuck well, happened. We were like kids. Yeah. yeah, we were. But, you know, I rewatched them like watching Reloaded. I never knew what the architect thing was like i always thought he was talking to some colonel sanders guy he tells him to get fucked and leaves and i never knew what that was <laughs> well okay there's gonna be a large portion of our audience who has right. not seen or at least not recently seen those movies so i maybe me and jace maybe for the most part are gonna act as those people in this episode you want the rundown and i've got some questions i can give you the basic super easy to digest yeah. rundown i think in Between less than five minutes. Are you going to Morpheus us? That seems like it would be very difficult. to. Do I have to do a voice? No. Yeah, you we, can, you we, can do, do your own digital self voice. You know, like whatever Ooh, your projection is. Yeah. Oh, howdy there, guys. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Hello, my name is the Storyteller. <laughs> I am here to take you a picture of the Matrix... <laughs> Is that an Adam Sandler doing? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's like, hey, welcome. I'm in the Matrix, guys. <laughs> I was acting. 
You want it? Yeah, just give us. You want the quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The quick. Um, the Matrix. Okay, we get a little bit of it in the first Matrix, but humanity created artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence doesn't like what it's getting at. What what is happening? Artificial intelligence creates robots. Robot wars occur. Okay. Classic. Robots at the time need solar power. Humans are like, "Mm, we'll take out the sun. Bunch of bombs. Checkmate. Uh, then the robots are like, well, shit. Uh, this is this is the uh, the the prequel right, right. part is kind of confusing. Yeah. At some point, the robots find out that they can use human human synapse, human power to to get electricity combined with something else. So they make these big towers and they put the humans in them. They realize that they need to keep the humans alive, so they create what is the first matrix. This matrix was like the one we see with Neo. But it was a perfect paradise. The humans hated it, and I think they would like reject it, and they would go maybe crazy or die. Um, yeah. That was the first version of the Matrix, and this architect was the person who created it. The architect was like, okay, well, perfect paradise doesn't work, so they're like, what about hell? So they make the second Matrix. Second Matrix is demons and shit, and it's like trying to keep the humans fighting for survival inside of it. They reject that completely, too. So they scrap that. And these are all just different reboots of the Matrix. Uh, Third Matrix is a combination of heaven and hell to try to placate the human being. Still doesn't really work. The robots create the Oracle. The Oracle is a computer program that it was made to uh, understand completely the human psyche. Okay, can I pause real quick? We're still not in the first movie. Okay, okay, folks. We're still still not in the first movie. Thousands of years before the first movie. Okay, please continue. (laughs) The Oracle works together with the architect to determine what the best conditions are for humans to live in the matrix to power the machines. But there's an issue. See, because the matrix is a bunch of computer programming, bugs and glitches arise when they are creating the situations for humans to power the, the system. And they have to do a hard reboot and just kind of com- wipe the matrix and restart it new with the upgrades. To force that to happen, they grow a Neo. Every 100 years at the end of a matrix cycle, they put all of the bugs and code and glitches into his body, and then they do this cycle of a woobity wobbity woobity shoobity where they release people to live in Zion. They make Neo face a choice of saving the people from Zion in a machine war or saving Trinity. And then he always makes the choice to save the majority of the people, which causes them to restart the matrix, leaving a few humans to survive for the next hundred years. And then they uh, recycle with Neo. This is way harder than I thought. Holy shit. Uh, okay, this we're, still, we're still not in the first matrix. <laughs> um, so, Keanu Reeves is yeah. Neo. Is this the, is the one in the first Matrix. Uh, and it really, it's all just a ploy. It's been set up. They've redone this hundreds of times. The architect... Uh, Six, five times. He said it was the sixth. He's the oh, sixth yeah. of the one. Uh, it really, it just comes down to, he's the one, and this time, instead of choosing saving all the people, he saves Trinity in the third movie, and, uh, instead of having machine wars, they, uh, they vie for peace at the very end. Yeah. Like that. 
because what the architect says to Neo is like, your other iterations didn't have what you have, which is a relationship <laughs> with another human being. He's like, they had kind of a general desire to save people, uh, but you're in love, which makes you act irrational, which is why Neo is the outlier. Um, so he did something irrational. He's like, fuck Zion, I'm going to save Trinity, even though I know humans are going to be fucked. And it works out. And that was the first two Matrix movies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I missed I the whole like... point where you're, the whole thing with the red, blue bill, uh, red and yeah. blue pill is that uh, everyone, they needed to create the Matrix, the newest iteration had it, where the humans had to have a choice. They had to be able to have a, a choice right, but... between good and bad. So and... that answered none of my questions. You didn't okay, pose any questions. It's interesting, Ryan. It takes a lot of effort to summarize Matrix. No, I'm, I'm saying it's interesting. It's interesting, and I didn't know. Okay, probably ninety percent of that. And right, Ryan learned something. Yes, totally. But like, that's so above and like beyond my questions. Mm -hmm. Like, my questions were more along the lines of like, how did Neo get in the Matrix in this movie? In, in this, this movie? movie or the first? In, in Resurrection. In this movie. In the okay, new movie. In number four. So we might need you to watch that. do the, the movie synopsis. <laughs> yeah, but... Before... Uh, I don't you, understand. There was like... You want me to go like, straight into this too? And then just... They, they did like weird flash cuts to like him crashing chips and stuff. And he had a towel you, over his face. Which might I think have been it's asleep. probably way easier to drive a ship without a towel over your face. Well, it's Bird Box Challenge uh, circa... 2018 yeah okay um they're they're in a matrix where it's in the past so they're, they're their memes are they, they the just past. now got bird box yeah they got they just got bird box in the measly second half uh second act of this film they they kind of describe that in a really confusing scene with a lot of cuts. very long exposition scenes in this movie by the way yeah well, well let's let's not get into our reviews just quite yeah i think sorry we're, we're yeah jump in the i don't have i just want to talk about this movie for like two hours <laughs> oh we can we can get there. Uh, Jace, do you want to? You got the synopsis this week. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna try and do better. I feel like the first Matrix one, I thought it out in my head, and then it just kind of shit hard. rolls downhill, and then I didn't know what yeah. I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> this one is really okay. So proceeding, proceeding the events of the third movie, after which Neo has sacrificed himself with Trinity to get peace. Uh, he was destroyed. I'm just going to give a non-chronological series of events that they occurred in this movie. One, okay. of, one of the programs, there's now peace. The humans are not being attacked in Zion anymore. One of the programs that is featured in this movie heavily, the analyst said, mm. Mm, let's take Neo and Trinity, their bodies, and let's rebuild them. So Neo and Trinity had died. The analyst takes Neo and Trinity because he realizes that they're special and he rebuilds their bodies to get their source code and then basically just replants them into the matrix. I think those two are a powerhouse. They're a huge powerhouse that they use to build simulations for other people. Uh, when we get to this point and where the movie starts out, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss don't know who they are it's been 60 years and a group of people that live in the real world are looking for Neo. He's been gone for some super long time. Um, he's been mind wiped. His code makes it seem like he's happy to be in the matrix. 
and the analyst is again really just using them for uh for power neo writes a modal a program to create a morpheus a new morpheus is way super dead we probably don't need to get into like the well i'm just saying uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, this is exactly what i'm talking about this is exactly the questions i have yeah so he oh, by the way spoilers guys yeah, super uh, we're, we're, super spoiler you'll come back to this if you want to see it so so uh, at the highest level, a group of people that are looking for Neo find a uh, a weird situation in the Matrix that is this modal, this small program that Blue Pill Neo has written that has a Morpheus in it. Oh, 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 okay. Hold on. It's all falling into place. Hmm. So... Okay, we're not. We're never gonna get through this synopsis. Okay, no, okay no, wait, no, wait, no. Let me... that that made that just made sense. Okay, 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 okay. And okay. he created that program subconsciously to get the Morpheus out to hopefully allow him to escape. So this team comes in, they find Neo's physical body, who's been rebuilt. They pull him out of the Matrix. They save him. They take him back to in the new city. That's super cool. Uh, a subset of robots called, I think, like synthesoids. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, who are robots are now living with humans in a weird kind of quasi society where there are still bad robots that are mean and power are powered by humans. And then Neo's like, "Whoa, we gotta save Trinity!" Come on, guys. That's his stick. I'm finding out. That's apparently like par for the course. Yeah. Okay. And then really, I think the, the biggest thing to, is that um, I think Keanu Reeves, N- Neo, is not the one by himself. It's really what they're trying to show us in this movie is that Neo and Trinity together ah, are right. like the okay. two. And it's when those two are together, one, superpowers the Matrix, but uh, they... Uh, yeah. Agent okay. Smith is in there. It yeah. doesn't really matter at all yeah. besides throwbacks. Okay. So actually that helped. I didn't so my and probably anybody who's listening to this is trying to like if they missed 5 seconds they're off. But like Neo's back in the Matrix and the reason that is is because he had died. Also mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. And he comes they, out they of them. actually explain it though they, they they literally show the scene yeah neil patrick harris it. shows it. okay just because words are said <laughs> on the movie screen does not mean it's it also showed the scene it doesn't mean that it's easily understandable <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to seinfeld yeah <laughs> how did he get in the machine what are you talking about? <laughs> they scoop him up because you know because they crash the ship and neo yeah. you know he's super well, dumb okay that's so specific yeah like the, the cr- yeah, like... Okay. Well, if you saw res, re, res, Revolutions... Well, I mean, <laughs> she tried... They, they tried to Red show Revolution. enough of it in flashbacks throughout the film. No, I think, I think yeah. I, they did enough to where I got the gist, right? Yeah. But, like, the expository dialogue that was given for a really long time in this movie yeah. was not the dialogue I needed or wanted. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. They said a, a shitload by, by and somehow said nothing. <laughs> just, like, like the big speech that Jace just gave in the movie that we just watched was twice as long and was about like other stuff. Yeah, and there was a lot of different directions they could have gone with this movie. It seemed like they went in all of them. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Only kind of because they were like, oh, shit, we got okay. 100 different ideas. And then let's so just go. I'm just going to put this out there. Okay. Um, I'm getting a little bit of hostility from the both of you. I want to say I love this movie. 
I had a real I had a real good time. I love this movie. It was great. I can't I Jace, I can't tell if he's serious. I can't either. I can't tell if he's serious. <laughs> I'm serious. I really like this movie. You like this movie. I I thought it's for sure probably, this was a, a no. Ryan home run doesn't like this movie. I know, I liked it a Me lot. Me too. Okay, let's hear your let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna test you, Ryan. So you like what did you like about it? Oh, uh, I really liked um the the stuff on the TV screen. Okay. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I I liked that it went in a different direction. Like it wasn't just another sequel. It it really seemed as if it was like this the aesthetic that they kept in the first movie, they tried to replicate hmm. like on purpose. They just like replicated it for the second and third movies. And this one they it seemed like they started from a new slate and they were willing to kind of approach the matrix from like a meta uh like what does the viewer want kind of perspective and we get the couple scenes in the beginning that i thought were hilarious where like mm -hmm. the game developers are ragging on about like what does the matrix mean and they're all basically wrong right and like the matrix isn't just about like action scenes and it's not just about philosophy it's about i mean it's about let's be real it's about both so uh i really like that they had that in mind and they explored new characters that weren't just like, oh, I'm the architect. They had one dude who was like the analyst, right? But, but they brought in like bugs and all these, like this new crew that was almost like a stand-in for like the Morpheus crew. But it was like a modern version of it where, you know, they have a young female. It's a mixed race. And uh, I really liked that. It felt really fresh. It was like a kind of a breath of fresh air. I will say this. I liked the first third of the movie a lot. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, am I going to go against the grain here and be like, I fucking love this movie. Am I going to defend it um, for me? I, you know, I think the, the second and third uh, you know, portions of the movie, I, I think, kind of fell apart a little bit for me. Um, oh. But the uh, yeah, I liked for, the cast was was great. You got you got they gave you know, their all Mateen, you know, Jessica Henwick, uh, even Priyanka Chopra and Jonathan Groff. Um, you know, those are all actors that I, I, I like and I like seeing them and stuff. I was just a little frustrated by how underdeveloped everybody was think, in the movie. Yeah. Wide net, which is insane yeah. because it felt like watching this movie was like five hours for yeah. me. <laughs> uh, quite honestly, I was like, this has to be done. This has to be done soon. Where are we at? And it was still 45 minutes left. Yeah. How was it so bloated yet? how did it somehow do very little right i think um, the exposition scenes were what did it for me those I, I found myself nodding off i watched this actually kind of rather late for me and like i was not into it i didn't care about what they were saying i don't care about zion and these human cities i really don't but right. i don't <laughs> care yeah uh I, I don't care what life is like but there there were some really sounds like blue pill shit to me well, well sort of <laughs> this is exactly what we talked about the last episode yeah, yeah. i like i have a nine to five office job like yeah and i'm ta i'm taking it uh so i don't know i liked that it didn't seem like matrix four it seemed more like matrix two yeah i think that I, was uh, a I point agree. too yeah. right they didn't really want you to have watched you weren't required to have watched the second and third movies to really fully understand and jump into the film like i think a lot of people didn't watch two and three or they're so far gone 
watching the second yeah. movie like a week ago, I was like, "This happened." Yeah. <laughs> I um... uh. Well, well, what's your guys' opinion watching the second movie and third movie now, like almost twenty years removed? Like I said, the second one, yeah, kind of fell asleep right at the architect bit. Actions, action scenes were good. I feel like somebody came in. How much? This is a question I have for you guys. We've yeah. had, we talked about the producer and the director. How much say in a movie does a producer have? Pretty good amount. Qu- quite a bit. Because they, they're given overall a, like a shit tone. ton of money, right? Yeah, they, they have budgetary, like, uh, they decide who's hired, right? And they decide kind of, like, the overall direction. Really, the issue for me with the second Matrix is that um, you're trying to re-catch that lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And, and you could tell that there was hesitancy from a lot of different people to even produce and make the first Matrix. And then it was such a hit that in the second one, they're like, we'll give you all the money and then you can try and do all the coolest things in it. So like 80% of the fight scenes in that movie are the shittiest CGI clay doll version of Keanu Reeves flying around and beating people with a bow staff, which is kind of cool maybe back then. Well, actually, that's the Matrix glitching because of all of the sprites moving too much and it overloads (laughs) the the graphics processors. That is uh, the fan canon. Ah, so they had shitty technology at the time, so it looks like ass, <laughs> and it doesn't hold up like the first one does. <laughs> so I, oh right, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's they were flats. like, "Oh, we got to go really, really, really hard with the leather in this one," because what we wanted from the well, first movie was CGI and leather. That's what made it cool because no movie had CGI and leather before this. That's why Matrix was a revolution. Honestly, I, I love the CGI and leather, and if if I may say. Matrix Reloaded, I was expecting to shit on it. I actually loved Matrix uh, Reloaded. I, I thought, it, definitely pacing issues, uh, but I liked the siege aspect of it where they're like, oh, fuck, the machines are coming. There's 200,000 oh, yeah, yeah. of them drilling into Zion. Holy fuck. And then he, you know, Smith is a virus, all that stuff. And plus, I think the sickest choreography, that scene where he's up on the, the balcony of the French restaurant pulling medieval, you know, weapons off the walls. Oh. I think that's a classic, dude. I think so the fighting sick. in the movie was phenomenal i'm all on board yeah. with the, mo- the most of it i think they just decided to put too much money in the clay doll scenes <laughs> yeah or whatever it was That's, because yeah. uh, because the choreographed fighting in the first one was great and they didn't need to go over the top to show him spinning around with the bow staff fighting them to make the scene well, right. feel and, like there's tension the best parts of the first movie weren't necessarily neo beating up on agent smith right like the best That's parts okay, yeah. were the payoffs and like the 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 fire, yeah, the throat punch. No, the the best scenes in the first movie for me were when Neo realized he was the one and all the cool yeah. uh, ways they made that scene feel special. And when nothing, no stunts were happening. You know, when Neo is standing in the hallway and he slowly like looks up like down the hall and then other agents like, oh, shit, like that's my favorite part of the movie. Right. But that has like almost no CGI and it's no stunts. Yeah. So I don't I mean, I let's be clear. I'm the one person here who hasn't seen any of the second or third movies. Wait, you have, have you have you not? OK, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think I've watched them like since I was able to like form concrete memories about movies. Okay, <laughs> this is fair. Because <laughs> um, I, I, my biggest biggest criticism of the third movie uh, was, was that it was a little too much of that. It was a little too much of 
he's beginning to believe. I believe in Neo. And, um, you know, 90% of the movie took place in Zion as well. And I think it makes the same mistake of this movie we just watched is where they forget what makes the Matrix special, I think. First of all, I mean, the fight choreography was sorely missed in this Matrix. Not at all. Not. Resurrections. Okay. It was, compared to the first Matrix, I mean, it was it was terrible. Like, it was like I was watching a CW show. I mean, I think people have made that uh, made that distinction before. Well, yeah. I know, this is me with the camera shooting yeah. back and forth in <laughs> tight location. <laughs> yeah, it well, was right, but really like, boring. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just don't have that same opinion. I, I didn't feel like. I always think fighting scenes are boring, anyways, yeah. right? Like, uh, so it's not like this one stood out like a sore thumb for me. It's not like the ones in the original Matrix were that great either. There's a few ones. Oh, the, the, I disagree, my man. The, the best scene in the original Matrix <gasps> yeah. is the a dojo fight with Morpheus and Neo. And the, the reason that's interesting is because of what they're saying. I, uh, I also like the, the fight choreography <laughs> in that one. Uh, I like the zoomed back uh, type of fight stuff. I think, without, oh, totally. Like, but, yeah. but like, I don't. It's not like whether or not uh, a movie uses a different type of fight choreography, like yeah. in editing and shooting, is not going to dock it that much for me because you can never really get that many points in the first place from having such scenes. It's an action movie. Uh, I think it's yeah, integral I mean, to. That's going to come down to. Like John yeah. Wick without gunny shooty scenes would be like, why am I watching <laughs> That'd be a pretty boring movie? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, I, I, get, I get that. But in, in Resurrections, to that point, like, let's say the fight scenes aren't that good compared to The Matrix, and they also didn't have any meaning to them. No stakes a, in this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's prolonged... There's a, the biggest fight in the movie is the prolonged scene with the exiles, uh, the programs who have been kicked out of the old Matrix. Um, yeah, see, I, once again, this went over my head. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, the fight didn't really need to happen at any level the fight with Smith in that same scene wasn't really explained at all. Smith was just kind of like, oh, fuck you, Neo, and then they just start fighting. And then later in the movie, spoilers, Smith does the killing blow on uh, the analyst, and he's like, all right, we teamed up. Now it's over. See you, Neo. And, he, and I'm like, what the fuck happened in between that? Like, <laughs> And that goes back to what I think we were kind of touching on, is that this movie explains so much, but it doesn't explain the shit we want to know. I do I think there were there was very little tension that made me feel like it mattered. Yeah. This comes back to liking the first third of the movie. I really liked when Neo yeah. was having his like panic attacks and he's like remembering and it's very clear that they're forcing him to think that everything was just a memory and it's just I a agree. game. And then the rest of it, not a single crew member dies. The bad guy in the first movie was a human that wanted to go back into the Matrix because the world sucked and that could have real physical implications while people are inside uh, the first, Matrix. The first Matrix is so good. So good. But <laughs> not a single person dies in this movie in the real world. And why? Yeah. So what are what are really the stakes when we got into the point where there are these yeah. new robots? There's a potential war on the horizon, but not a single person Gets more than like punched eight times. Nosebleed. And, yeah, nosebleed. And so it kind of felt. I guess the stakes may be, may have been in a different place or a bit over my head, but it felt like it was lacking there, and that was my no, biggest I, gripe. 
yeah, I, I, I totally agree about the, the stakes in this movie. I mean, a, a lot of Neo's fight scenes in this movie too, and you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit him too much. He's 57, like he can't do the same shit he did in the first Matrix. But so much was force push, yeah, force push, force push, just spamming the same thing. And if he's gonna stop all the bullets, I just, I did not feel the tension in any of the fight scenes at all. And it just, it was just everything was really awkward. I feel like the editing was off. Oh, the editing um, was bad. Yeah, I did yeah. not like the editing. I'm, and it's just, I'm the it's, opposite. It, I, I think this movie was beautiful. And that was actually one of the things I was like, oh, okay. I actually thought it was shot well. Oh, I think. It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was shot well, but there was some uh, mismatches on the editing and there was some unintended yeah. think, pieces where time skipped. Yeah. There is definitely parts where I was like, wait, what the fuck just happened between those two? That, that little skip right there. Yeah. And I think there is. Maybe this is going to go back to our bat. I knew this was going to happen with our Batman versus Superman uh, review, where I think maybe a good edit could make this movie a lot better. There's probably scenes in there that probably explain some of the questions that we have. Um, and maybe you, re you rearrange this stuff, shift the focus a little bit. And I think we can have a maybe a more compelling movie. I don't know. Right. Maybe. I think. OK, well, let, 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 let's talk about it. This yeah. is a weird podcast episode for us, right? Because we're <laughs> doing almost we're doing like no bits yeah uh we we're just talking about this movie yeah and i i guess the assumption is it's like you have to watch this movie to even have one clue about what we're what we're talking about because like most movies are a story contained in an hour and a half this is a slice of a 10 hour story uh -huh. so i think that sorry audience if you don't think this episode is like funny <laughs> or anything compared to normal but I, I'm enjoying this conversation just yeah. from like a it's it's helping me get a grip on this movie. I think that uh, there are some some things that I would need explaining. Also, I don't know if you guys picked up on this from like a thematic standpoint, not just from like a plot or technical standpoint. But mm -hmm. as much as I thought I understood the plot of this movie, which was maybe about 66 to 75 percent. I think I understand even I understood even less from like a thematic metaphorical standpoint. Like I don't un, I don't really understand the message of this movie. And a lot of people online have been talking about like, oh, this movie's great because it has a great message and stuff. And I can get a, I can pick a few points out that maybe I want to go over with you guys. But like, I wonder if you guys were able to maybe decipher the this code a little bit better than I was. Uh can I go? Yeah. I think that maybe if you if you say some things or you, you lay some groundwork for me to have a bit more of a complex thought, I thought the major themes in this were all like boomeristic, spend too much time on the phone, yeah. disconnected from reality <laughs> themes. And I was actually kind of, I like, I didn't get much out of it because I just kept thinking about um, one of the programs, which was actually probably one of my funniest scenes in that exile fight is in the second movie he's a french guy merovingian Mer the merovingian and he he is like that he's like hey, books aren't good anymore the movies well, used right. to be better i see just i have the opposite opinion i thought this was making fun of people who think that it's like the wrong way to live looking at your phone all the time like because there was a, there were a couple characters who were lambasted for yeah having that opinion my i um, I didn't make yeah. it totally entirely clear. So I thought that scene was funny that he had that opinion. And I think that 
they were doing what you said. I just didn't. I disliked it. Right. I disliked right. that it felt like it was being pushed. Like even oh, even right. as the joke, I was like, ah. They and also I, had that scene with all of those quote unquote like millennial stereotypes circa 2015, where it's like dudes with man buns, you know, talking about like pseudo intellectual shit and using buzzwords in the wrong way. It just seemed like a boomer depiction of millennials where they'll be like, oh, on point. <laughs> and it, I was just like, God, this is so fucking dated and out of touch. Uh, and then, of course, you have the scene with Keanu in the elevator looking forward and everyone's like looking at their phones. And I'm like, give me a fucking break. Like, make this movie 10 years ago. Well, sort of. I mean, there might be a different perspective where they're in the Matrix, right? And the nine to five workplace that the first Matrix was parodying, you know, we didn't see these people looking at their phones because they didn't have them they were looking at their screens when there was the shot the cubicle shot in his office yeah the the unspoken assumption is that everybody's sitting down at their desk staring at their computer and neo is the only one standing up and looking around the, it's the same kind of message like these people are in the matrix and they don't realize it and they're essentially consciously making this decision to to not get themselves out and not be free thinkers and i think it's not so much more of like a like i think that's a very like too that's too literal thinking like oh th this is bad looking at your phone i think maybe it's you know the same sort of take where it's about critical thinking and it's an maybe analogy for more or neo being someone who can critically think and think is this the life i want to live it took the agency away from me and having the thought you're having about, I can see where you're coming from, but when we were told that the analysts had really just filled this entire world with programs and robots, and you know that everyone that was around Neo was not in fact a, a copper top, wasn't a human in a pod, it kind of, it took that agency away from me. It was like, okay, yeah, because everything that Neo was yeah. in was pre-planned to keep him trapped in the matrix. Yeah, maybe yeah. just being around, I guess maybe the explanation could be like just being around people who are ingrained in the Matrix might make him want to be kind of in the or Matrix. Ingrained. Yeah, I think it had, and, and maybe this, this is what we're, we're touching on too, is this movie's filled with really good ideas and really interesting conversations. And sometimes it's executed well, and right. you know, this is partially subjective, uh, but I think a lot of the times, at least for me, the idea was good, but maybe the execution was kind of hokey a little bit. Oh, I definitely um, agree with that. That's my... That's 100% my opinion. Like, but yeah. then on the other hand, like 10 times out of 10, I would rather watch a movie with really great ideas, but not quite be able to pull them off yeah. than uh, watch a movie with absolutely no ideas and be like <laughs> completely, uh, you know, food to the pigs. Ain't that the story of the Wachowskis, though? Where it's just well, yeah, you got a great... last time. Like they swing <laughs> for the fences, yeah. right? Like... And they don't always hit the ball perfectly, but it's definitely a swing. And you yeah. could you could respect the the power drive. Um in this one thing that I think sticks out in this movie a little bit, and this is uh something they talk about whenever a Matrix movie comes out, is the Matrix fashion and the aesthetic. Uh what'd you guys think of kind of like the modern y uh new oh, Matrix? I, I, I like I liked Bugs' look a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Killed it. Bugs was cool. I think Bugs is my favorite character in the in the story, actually. Um, I, I think Morpheus had one. drip, too, man. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There um, I loved. I uh, really enjoyed the using the operator in the scenes um, going back from the ship to the Matrix, where you could see him standing in his 
he's got the, the like yes. tech monocle on and he'd be like talking like you need to get to the window and he was the, in the matrix essentially yeah it looked sweet the, yeah the aesthetic was was pretty cool uh little little cyberpunk i liked you know bugs's look with the the blue glasses and then keanu's new new look i think worked too i think it was maybe just a touch too modern for me i think i wanted a little bit more of that shiny sleek uh 90s i think that's the problem it was, too, it was like two real lies like there was yeah. something about the matrix that seemed the original matrix that seemed off in yeah. this movie there wasn't too much that seemed off everything yeah. seemed fine because i see people dressed like that in this movie uh just every day just yeah. walking around like you, you just have people that, who dress like like that, like all blacked out clothes with colored hair and kind of cool haircuts and sunglasses. I want to, I want to, well, like you know, so bad. It's a cool look. And you know what? Don't let that don't 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 hold yourself back. You know, I know. But like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> more, like, I'm in a very conservative field. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's East Coast problems. I'm though. in like literally what they're making fun of in the original Matrix. I have a know if it agrees or even is on point with what you just said. I think one of the key key features of this movie talked about multiple times is that the matrix and its appearance is close to achieving perfection mm -hmm. multiple times we get that broad shot uh, overlooking the city and you know the scenic nature behind it it's it looks beautiful looks perfect and even with that they are go through the scene in the ooh, uh horticulture hold a plant room in the plant room yeah. where the <laughs> the synthetic creature is helping the synthetic humanoid is helping recreate blueberries and they have the uh the strawberries that they've pulled the data from code and recreated and maybe that futuristic kind of normal look for neo is that the matrix is in this place where it's uh, less bleak than the first one i don't know yeah it make any sense <laughs> like well no the new matrix is, is is kind of more is less like the old matrix in aesthetic it's kind yeah, of yeah th this aesthetic. version of the matrix it's, it's a different version right like it's yeah, a different yeah. point out or version. whatever this version of the matrix seems more well-rounded where the other one was just fields of corn this is like <laughs> yeah you know mixed use crops and uh i think something that could be explored more in these movies is a matrix that's maybe not set in the year that the movie comes out like yeah. what i think what would be really cool for matrix 5 is like boom 1888 <laughs> there's a matrix and everybody's riding around on horses Damn right, matrix. <laughs> yeah oh, like that man. would like that would be cool man wait or like that would make it, sense in the far too, future because if uh you the talk West about World people matrix. who are <laughs> yes no dude that's a that's a perfect way to do Westworld. sorry did i <laughs> no no it's i mean it's talk about people who are going to be completely blue pilled uh is people who don't even know technology as a concept yeah what electricity is how could you fucking red pill so i, I hate that term because it's been co-opted but <laughs> how could you pull someone out of the matrix and it'd be like okay there's machines They're like what the fuck's a machine what's the internet what's wires what is any of this what the fuck are you talking about i'm gonna I go back to farming like, <laughs> <laughs> i pull plows dude like what and so like it's so far removed that i think the machines would never risk uh someone unplugging except everybody i think always was unhappy there's not enough choice <laughs> that's the problem with the other version of the matrix as you guys told me is like that people aren't very happy there needs to be something in the matrix that 
the experienced users can be like, yes, I want to stay here. That's kind of why, it, I mean, that's entirely why it is now. It's because we're faced as humans every single day with millions of times more choice, I feel like, on a day-to-day basis on even the most minor things than anybody. And Neil Patrick Harris' scene where he bullet times, literally bullet times Neo and looks at him. Awesome. Really cool seat and it's describing like everything. everything yeah. And the sh- the bullets traveling at Trinity said. And he's like, You know why you have nightmares? It's because when we give you nightmares and you're thinking, Oh, can I get there in time? Can I stop the bullet? It produces a bunch of electricity for us. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I don't think they'd be pulling that much electricity out of people who are old yellering yeah. <laughs> in the like, oh no. the dog <laughs> I got some corn okay the matrix is just farms I think there's plenty of misery to go around yeah. in 1800s simulations oh dysentery again oh fuck yeah but you don't get to choose the dysentery you. because you wanted you Dick's Burgers or Taco Bell you just got dysentery yeah, I'm surely the machines have worked out the calculations to get mass, maximum misery out of 1999 uh, America. Uh, you guys ever watched The Good Place? Yeah. yeah. This, is, th- th- this movie was stepping a little bit into like the Good Place territory, right? How so? So, so the what? people haven't heard people who live are somehow like listening to this podcast but live under a rock. The Good Place is a TV show where they simulate heaven and hell. It's kind of like the joke in the good place where we had to run like a thousand different <laughs> trials before we got to this one. And I had to get special approval to do this stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, because other things are more effective. Part. Yeah. So like this was the, this was the version that they finally got right. And it's still teetering on a very fragile concept yeah. of Neo and Trinity need to be close together, but never actually together to maximize uh, the power output of the matrix. Right. And, uh, one thing we didn't kind of mention too is when Neo gets unplugged from the Matrix again, uh, and, you know he wake wakes up, he's like, "Oh shit!" They plug me back in, and they pull him out. Neil Patrick Harris is like, "Oh fuck! You you just unbalanced the Matrix. It's got to reboot. We need you back. Otherwise, uh, Trinity by herself is gonna it's gonna be completely unbalanced." Anyway, he threatens to kill Trinity unless Keanu replugs himself back in. That's kind of takes us into the third act where he's like, "I'm gonna make Trinity remember, man." And uh, she's going to leave voluntarily, and the Matrix is going to be fucked, I guess. I don't know why that just doesn't also spark a machine war right there. That alone, that action alone. like Yeah, and I think this is one of my big uh, complaints about the movie, is that they spend Matrix 2 and 3, which together is about five hours long, about centering around Zion, the Zion War. They make us care so much about the fate of Zion and the whole machine war. And they just say one sentence about Zion in this. They say like, oh yeah, the machines like fought each other in a civil war and Zion actually fucking died. Everybody died. Morpheus died. Anyways, uh, other stuff. Trinity. Well, Trinity, we gotta get Trinity back. And I was like, what about Zion? Like, why did you waste my time with all the Zion shit just to say one sentence about how none of it fucking well, mattered? Well, sort of. I mean, that's kind of exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I don't, I'm glad they did that. I'm, I hate to break your heart. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm glad they did that because, like, I don't want to hear about that. Unfortunately, their subsequent decision was to tell us about the new place. But, like, I want to know more about the Matrix and Neo and, like, what the Matrix is like and how that affects Neo's psyche rather than, okay, there's a couple humans and we have to come up with a 20-minute long plot description for why the humans exist and haven't been found by the machines yet. Oh, it's it's kind of annoying. There's so many cool things to do in the Matrix universe. I don't really want you to be talking about normal humans that much. 
I think that's kind of a... I think the thing is there really isn't much to do in the Matrix because beyond Neo and Trinity, and I mean them getting out, it's really still just controlled by the higher level programs. Yeah. It's like... I liked, but but then again, I liked the weird scenes where... So in this movie, Neo would... I guess the implication was he would die and then the Matrix would can like essentially revive him and convince himself that what he just experienced and his memories were just uh, a psychotic episode. None of that ever happened. He'd end up in back in his therapist, the analyst's office. I, I would have liked a few more of those scenes, right? Because that was really fun. It was really fun seeing him make like, incremental progress. Uh, I, like I, I think I would have liked maybe one or two more incremental progress scenes because the, a couple of them are fun. And like, it's sort of like a death loop movie where if Neo knows he's going to die and going to wake up in the analyst's office and he's told that at the beginning of each cycle, then he can do some really wacky stuff, right? Like Groundhog Day stuff, like where he can push the boundaries and set traps. Right. <laughs> and that would have been really fun to watch. I think literally anything else would have been more fun to watch for me <laughs> yeah. in this movie. I was just, I caught myself, Ryan, like thinking about more fun ideas uh, that they could have done in this movie. And I think I found myself yelling at the TV screen and being like, Jesus Christ, like, don't fucking focus on that. Like, go back to that thing you were just talking about. Like, that was more interesting. And like, yeah, I love the therapist scenes. I liked Neil Patrick's, Patrick Harris. He was hamming it up in a super fun way. But like, yeah, I just, yeah, fuck. I, I was so bored with so much of it. I didn't really care about the whole, uh, unfortunately, the whole Neo and Trinity dynamic, which yeah. I thought I would care more about. Um, I liked their dynamic a lot in the trilogy, but I just feel like they made it really boring in this one for some reason. Man, I, I can't put my finger on why it was so awkward or maybe it was the the lines or the editing. Uh, what's your guys' take on their relationship in this movie? Yeah, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there should have been more of it. You see, you like you like the Neo Trinity scenes. Well, no. <laughs> oh, but you wanted more. I, yeah, like more just because, would have made it okay. I think. Right. Like, it, just right. because I don't necessarily like this version of it doesn't mean that more of that one thing wouldn't have made a, the whole project better. Mm -hmm. I think if you put Trinity a little bit earlier into the movie and string it along a little bit more where i didn't like the husband and family like thing because then it felt like i don't know there was this other moral thing that neo <laughs> was going against so like getting her out of the matrix like should you cheat on your husband that you're in love with yeah uh, even though he's a computer right like, it doesn't matter that's the whole point of the whole entire series and they literally named him chad and he plays i know sports. he's chad sports ball and neo the geek supposed to steal his wife i just i couldn't get over that either <laughs> I yes. think that having more in Matrix scenes, have maybe Neo get out of the Matrix way later in the movie, and then doing one final Trinity saving expedition rather than like, I think they went on a couple. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been probably a lot better thematically. I think so. And I think that's a big crux of this this movie is that they wanted to do all these ideas and didn't focus enough on any of them so maybe yeah if they committed to the neo trinity thing hard and and just kind of pushed back some of the other themes they were trying to do i think have been more entertaining one of my biggest gripes is uh niobe i don't know if oh, yeah if oh, niobe God. bothered you guys at all but like though i can't i don't even remember what it was i was just so i i, I like I went, I'm like the complete total shift from the we can't do this. I've got to protect this city. Da, 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 da. 
to being in oh yeah they were in the matrix talking to one of the programs and she was like why didn't you tell me this about my friends and it was like five minutes ago you didn't give a shit about neo (laughs) (laughs) yeah niobe's character i think was really frustrating and it didn't make sense to what she was in the earlier films either um because niobe in the in the original or the, the the two and three she was like well, fuck the council. I'm going to do whatever it takes to, you know, to make this happen. And she, like Neo said, she trusted him with the ship. And she was partially a believer at some level. She was like an optimist. And if you're going to portray someone as like the withered person who's been hardened over time, you know, don't do it like that. And don't make her kind of just like this flip floppy, frustrating thing just to have like a conflict in the story. I just, you know, yeah, I, I, I was frustrated by Niobe. And I was like, they could have done that better. Fuck. Like Niobe was a cool character. <laughs> kind of get um, it. I, I mm-hmm. agree with Ryan a bit. Zion, bygone past, you know? Like, Zion, e- bygone. Now back to Io. Io is, is... Sides are getting older and much more conservative. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's the city that they do have, and I understand wanting to protect it. It got really confusing when she was just like, oh, okay, now we'll save her. Yeah. The stakes are still that, the same for your city getting destroyed, even if you have like a smittance more of a plan. I think there maybe is like an edit problem there because maybe yeah. there's a scene in between yes. where she's like, oh, maybe I'm fucking wrong. I was fucking wrong. Uh, would you guys, speaking of people who are coming back from the old movies, what's your, what's your guys' take on, you know, new Morpheus and new Mr. Smith or Agent Smith, excuse me, with uh, what's his name? Uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen, his second role as a CGI naked man. And uh, was a uh, Jonathan Groff. I really liked him. Yeah, I, that's the, that yeah. honestly was my favorite part of the movie. Like I thought there should be more Morpheus in his human-looking form. Uh, yeah, I liked Agent Smith. Let's go back to just like an hour and a half long movie with Morpheus, Neo, and Agent Smith like talking about shit. Please, fuck, yeah. I. If you're going to do that Agent Smith thing with, like, I'm in a new body, like, that was kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, I was like, what's his deal? His dynamic. And even one of the characters are like, oh, shit, there's so much theories between Neo and Agent Smith. It's like, I wish they they went into that more. Because Jonathan Groff is a lot of fun to watch on screen. He was, he, every every word he said, I was, like, glued to the screen. I was like, oh, man, this is great. Um, and then he just kind of fades off. And same with Yaya's performance with Morpheus. I was like, this is cool. Put more of this in here. And then they just kind of zoom out into whatever thing they want to explore for that next 20 minute sequence and abandon again. The cheesy throwbacks were kind of where it was at for me. So yeah. I think that's what we were liking about them is that there was a, a good amount of recreating the initial scene where New Morpheus says his original line. It was just yeah. like, mm-hmm. ooh, okay. <laughs> that's probably the best way to do those cheesy throwbacks. In the grand scheme of cheesy throwbacks, we've seen a lot of them over the years. We've seen them with, you know, James Bond and Star Wars and you know, like Star Trek and etc. I think this was the only way you could have done it with Matrix, where you kind of take the piss just a little bit. Whether or not they went a little too far with taking the piss, I think is yet to be said. I don't think so. Um, I think for me, just maybe just a, a little, a tiny, a tiny bit. I think they took the piss a little too hard i was i was starting to cringe a little bit halfway through but i i I, you know you got to do what you got to do to make the movie work uh i i was afraid that they were going to be kind of doing the elbow nudge thing which star wars does they got the star wars treatment is what i was gonna just say now it it feels like 
like because where, where they kind of they kind of nudge you be like huh remember c3po huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna say the line you know you think you think they kind of did that a little too much yeah i did too huh. and they sometimes saying it sarcastically in the movie but doing it over and over again i think it starts to become a little ham-fisted for me they did they did some things a little differently but i think it just it ran into sequelitis bit of a um, uh, marvel funny funnies thrown into like a, a scene that i'm just thinking about the fist bump with the robot like inside the matrix is like a really tense situation where they're in this fight that should be life-threatening and then they yeah. get out of it and the operator fist bumps the tiny little robot i think or... that's actually jace that's a really good point that was my like least favorite shot in the whole movie <laughs> it, it, yeah. it came <gasps> off as like baby groot Oh, I said that to yeah. Yuri after the movie finished. I was like, oh, yeah, they had to have a little Groot, didn't they? A little robot and, Groot. And it's funny because this whole movie is like a reaction against Marvel sequels. And then they have that shit. Yeah, I didn't like the humor either. There was a lot of meme talk, too, which Marvel likes to do, where they're like, oh, yeah. this is bad. All the bad guys. And I'm just like, fuck, please don't do that in the Matrix. Like, the Matrix is supposed to have this tone. Timeless. Yeah. And there is this was very timely. And I think even though it came out three weeks ago, it felt I mean, I, I said this before, it, it felt like it was they were making old types of jokes. Well, right. It's a pandemic movie, though. We need to take that into consideration. I think I'm giving it like a pass on a lot of stuff just because it, it's a movie fully made during the pandemic. And, you know, in the last since the pandemic has started. So since March 2020, I've watched probably three or four movies that i would consider like my favorite movies of all time that were released in the last couple of years but they were all made pre 2020 and you know and so i think that this one being you know having delays and having actual things impacted by the pandemic like i think it's fair enough to be like yeah it seems really timely but like also it's not mentioning the pandemic like i think there was like maybe was there a scene with a mask in it or something? But well, like that was in Tokyo. They wear masks anyways in, in Asia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, I, even in 2019, I think those jokes are extremely dated. All I think I, again to go back to the techie millennial scenes and even the after credit scene. I was just like, oh, fuck, like do this in 2015, please. Don't do this now. Uh, even some of the meme speak, even some of like the high fiving Neo about to fly, and he's like, "Not gonna happen." I thought I that was like funny. Those, uh, <laughs> I like that scene. Yeah, that was funny. I, cause that was an in series joke. Yeah. I just, I think for me, it, it threw off the tone a little bit, and it maybe would have been subversive, maybe in the 2010s or maybe in the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, but I think I got I had a little too much of the smarmy humor. Yeah, I wanted him to be like. They said, can you still fly? I want to be like, you don't understand. When you're with me, we can all fly. Like, yeah. I would have been like, like yeah. That would have been so much better if he said some cheesy Matrix line, honestly. <laughs> I would have loved that. I think the lesson is watch yeah. this movie and then talk to your friends about it and you can talk forever because we've never talked about a movie like this. Yeah. Agreed. We've done no bits, guys. We, yeah, we've We're... literally just been talking like this. Are you still there, like audience? conversation wasn't recorded. Yeah, audience is like, wow, these guys have just been shitting on the Matrix. For <laughs> well, not entirely. Like, I really, there's some things that I really like about this movie. I'm probably gonna save that for the end. But well, this is more like a like the Count of Monte Cristo, where like me and Jace are dudes with fencing blades, and Ryan's uh, sparring the two of us as we're shitting on this movie, and Ryan's trying to defend. <laughs> I don't know about the ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it 
I think it's a movie where you can have different opinions and that's okay. It's a Wachowski movie, you know? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like if, if you didn't like speed racer, you're not going to like this movie, which, and I think in they some did way, speed racer. Oh yeah. In some way, I think Wachowski movies are, are kind of like CW shows where it's that theory of I think everyone has a Wachowski movie or franchise that they will like defend with all of their heart uh, and then be like, oh, those other ones suck, though. You know, for me, for a while, it was, it was Flash in the CW universe. I Love knew it was... I did I not like bad. Flash at all. I knew it was bad! <laughs> okay, but I it's a really great fucking show. Like and I think the same applies to Wachowski movies uh, for a lot of people. Like, there's people who will, who will start foaming at the mouth if you start shitting on Cloud Atlas. Okay. Yeah. You know how many, I like that you know movie how too. often Bam. Speed Racer is referenced yeah. by rappers? Is, is that a thing? Speed Racer? Yes, rappers? all the time. Especially Young Thug, dude. Man. I did not know the Wachowskis did Cloud Atlas. Yeah. I have the album. No, it's not Cloud Atlas. Isn't it Jupiter Ascending? They did Jupiter Ascending. I thought they did Cloud Atlas. They so. also directed, Cloud Atlas they directed Cloud Atlas. Oh. Okay, I'm just... I'm just uh, <laughs> no, I gotta see here. Uh, they did Ninja Assassin. They did V for Vendetta. Oh, God, these movies kind of rule, though. <laughs> they slapped. Who speaks the true, true? <laughs> <laughs> you guys just want to do a Wachowski season? Fuck. Yeah, this, you, could, okay. you could pitch it. Can as we a... get into our structured yeah. reviews, please? Because we, we've we had better. no structure. We've been like three uh, jazz players just just going along i feel like people Wait, don't follow is this what the brain of a bipolar schizophrenic feels like when they're like making their conspiracy ramblings uh-huh. yeah i'm 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 curious to listen back because we've been kind of excitedly jumping from topic to topic um i'm like can anyone fucking follow this <laughs> if they didn't see the movie i think it's going to be hard to edit this episode because if you take one thing out it's going to really feel like a non-secretary yeah. nor We've never had structure to an actual movie review where we talk about specific things. It's always what's off the cusp. It's freestyle. Should we do a bit at the end and just force it into mm-hmm. the beginning? I had a force bit. Force some comedy in our comedy podcast. Warning. But I'm trying to find it. You are entering the GBGB's Matrix. We are about to talk shit about this movie. Some of us, maybe. Maybe ride a little bit. A little bit, a little bit of shit, a little bit of um, shit. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know that it needs to be saved for my review. I thought at the in the third act, I was like, you know, if I was watching a different action movie that was doing these scenes, I could see the director really, really fucking it up to the point where I was like, uh, like watching like a Looper or or some other some other movie where it would just uh, Looper might not even be that. Looper might have been good. Um. Yeah, I, I like <laughs> I love Reed Johnson actually. Like, uh, I'm I'm imagining that some of these scenes I could have uh, imagined like a Fast and Furious style film, and I would have just been like, mm, action. Okay, imagine we do a freaking Fast and the Furious movie. We're not going to be talking about the movie for an hour and a half before we even get to the review. You know, that's like, what you think, Ryan. That's what you think. <laughs> like, I no seriously though. Like, I think that that's something that's special about this series is that we care about it so much and yet we don't even understand it more squids We're having a teenager more squids give me more squids hey put that in your review <laughs> we gotta we gotta, <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta we gotta be professionals guys we're 50 episodes in all right we gotta start getting serious about this podcast thing so what what's, i don't know shit about movies still it's been 50 episodes <laughs> we've seen at least 50 movies and it's been documented that we've seen them 
Yeah. Wow. No, we haven't seen fifty movies. This is our this is our forty fourth movie episode. Forty third. This is holidays was our fortieth movie episode. Okay. So this so four seasons is ten, 44 ten movie episodes and then yeah yeah but State the, of the issue podcast is it's season five but doesn't mean we've already seen fifty. It's we okay. got to the we've five by seeing I've, 40. okay. I've probably seen at least five other movies than outside this podcast. Oh, you yeah, haven't I, you I, haven't I, reviewed them. I haven't reviewed them. On here. <laughs> um, all right. Let's jack in for our keyonometers. So the issue with the keyonometer in this movie is that it's heavily derived from the original keyonometer, and I do not remember uh, what I gave it. So maybe that's better. And Keanu in this movie seemed a little slow, like cognitively. And I think that's that's two things. Uh, one, just maybe not the best acting performance of his career. And also, uh, that's kind of the thing they were going for, right? In the original movie, he's also a little out of it because he's the, you know, questioner of it all. But in this movie, I think he's aged and he's a little bit more like confused. He's on medication. He's obviously huh? crazy. Yeah, he's a little bit old cranky guy yelling at clouds. <laughs> so I don't know. His performance didn't seem didn't seem that great, right? I can't be the only one, but like uh he he wasn't he wasn't Keanu for sure. I mean, obviously nobody else could play this role. And that's a huge you can't really get below a five uh if you're indispensable. So I'm gonna go with a six. Because I just don't think his performance was that great. I think he was in every scene, right? So his uh, quantity is up, but I think quality is down a little bit. And I definitely could not beat him up. Oh, wait. That's Jace's meter. Yeah, but you can't fuck him up. That's not in my keyonometer. It's not, I, a, it's you, not a dog. You, I don't think you can fuck <laughs> up any... Is that part of the dog or the <laughs> you never horror said movie? <laughs> what? For, I think wait, it was for couple... season four, not three. There was a couple of dog... I think there was a couple of dog episodes where Jace commented if he can fuck up the main dog character. Um, he did relent on some of them. I think he oh, said Clifford would murder me. So Clifford, would so would um, yeah. the dog from uh, the unnamed sled mushing demon. Yeah, demon. Demon. Um, and I think you said maybe it was Airbud kind of up in the air. Maybe decision. You know, leave it up to the judges. Uh, he beat me in basketball, but I think I'd take him with a rear naked choke. Damn, um, I think I'd rather be the dog in that situation. All right. Well, you, what was that? Sorry. What was your number, Jace or Brian, for uh, for your keyonometer? Um, I'm going with a six. Okay, a six. That's that's better than I than I expected. This this movie, honestly, this has the Keanu vibes or like 47 Ronin vibes for me. Like supposed to be main character, doesn't feel like it too much. Movie is about him. I think his best acting was in the beginning, um, and and when the scene really really focused on him, like. Him and Trinity in the coffee shop. Uh, him with the analyst. He's got long hair. I'm, I'm sad to say this. I think I'm going to give it a four on the Keonometer. Um, didn't love the farty push effects. Um, I don't think he farted when he did. <laughs> Jason, I think you had an audio. Uh, <laughs> it kind of made a whooshing on my, on my end. I, don't, I, I didn't think it Oh, it a fart. On your end, you know, yeah, it sounded like uh, that might have been me. Well timed. I'm jury just using it as a cover. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sound on this movie sucks. Everything's uh, coming from the right side. I don't think they did. He use a gun once. No, Come. that's kind of a no. cool character point. Yeah. 
He hasn't Ooh. used a gun since the first Matrix. He didn't use any in two and three either. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So it's I, I won't dock it for it. that. But um, yeah, coming off the choreography of a John Wick series, you know, one, two, and three, thought they would have given him a little bit more. It's low. It's a four for me. Yeah. Fine. Maybe a yeah, five, Jason. Ryan. You might be. No. No, that's a foot okay, man. <laughs> Disappointed. I'm not angry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to take off my Matrix sunglasses for, for this one because I, I was frustrated watching this movie, guys. Because how could you have Keanu in every scene yet somehow still underutilize him? Just like 47 Ronin, I feel like he didn't seem integral to the story, even though the plot revolved around him. He was, I think, the least interesting part of this movie with the, with the final two thirds. You know, in the first third, I'll give him points for the acting. I think the him kind of living in that that matrix space was really interesting. But then after that, he was just kind of like a wet blanket, which sucked. Um, coming off of like what Jay said, John Wick. I know this dude can do better. I know this dude knows how to do fight choreography in his 50s. You don't necessarily have to bring back the guns, but just make it more interesting when he's in combat. If you're going to spend like 40 minutes of this dude in combat. At least make it fun to watch. Don't make him just kind of raise his hands and like force lightning the entire time. Oh, a helicopter force lightning push. And it was just really fucking boring. I was like, God damn, like you're taking one of the greatest action actors of our generation and you're just making him this wet blanket. We, we in the movie, we did get a woe out of him. So it's going to it's going to tick it up just a little bit. We did get one woe when he's shaking hands uh, with the Morpheus character. OK, I'll get a little bit there. Uh, but quality of acting in most of the movie, uh, quantity was high, but quality again was fucking bad. All right, I'm gonna give this a two. This is akin Ooh. for me to 47 Ronin. None of what I like about Keanu was in this movie, unfortunately. Um, I do think he was replaceable in this movie because he wasn't utilized in the way you're supposed to use Keanu. It's gonna be a two. I'm sorry, Keanu. I'm sorry, Keanu. I'm I'm a huge fan. We didn't even it's get in the. They really didn't even do Carrie Ann Moss any, like, Fuck. I, like the the story also yeah. focuses around her and she had some pretty good scenes. But I would also give like if we were doing a Moss meter, it yeah. would be low too. And she was Moss like, she got really cool yeah. powers at the end, and she was, you know, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Trinity is like aside from Neo, Trinity is the fucking one of the coolest characters in the Matrix. Uh, also underutilized in this movie they say trinity and talk about trinity way more than she's actually in the movie i, I feel like they could have done more man moss meter low morpheus meter zero honestly he was a statue so <laughs> lawrence fishburne no <laughs> lawrence you deserve better lawrence <laughs> carrie ann moss and lawrence uh who else was it niobe also low niobe meter sucked okay anyways yeah, Ryan, I'm not done with my Smith movie? meter. <laughs> Smith meter is also a two. <laughs> okay, can we go into the movie range? Um, yes. You have my permission. I will I not think... interrupt you. Cypher a second time. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, I'm gonna sound like a total dweeb because you guys are gonna go after me and be able to uh, say things I didn't think of, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I once again I like this movie. The number that's coming into my head is like a seven. Whoa! What? No, and I think that that's fine. Like that's 
coming from where the matrix is is like the original one being a perfect 10 like seven is you know relatively low but i think ultimately kind of on the high end for what you would expect me giving like a blockbuster right i'm and fucking derezzed right now i am so shook by the seven that's the wrong computer simulation series is this a, is me. this modal wrong right now what's wrong with this i thought you guys were gonna i, I served uh, the users uh He's i pot. think that ultimately when we think about what the matrix is is that it's a chosen one story and once again they we talked about this last week but in this movie they actually mentioned right like it's the this is the classic hero's journey it's a classic chosen one it's the hero with a thousand faces it's different face same story right that's what normally what the chosen one is and this movie i think tried to get away from the hero with a thousand faces as much as possible in that neo didn't really have a mentor he had morpheus right but he that wasn't the same morpheus and like as much as the first movie did it in a certain formula the formula for this movie was different i liked that it's, it's a little bit fresh take. i couldn't predict what was going to happen except for everything would be peachy at the end like i knew that but like I couldn't really predict what was going to happen in the third act after the first act was done. And that's really nice for viewer engagement. And I liked the picking of the references from the first movie. We talked about this a little bit, but the choice that he had to take the blue pill every day because that's his antipsychotic medication like that. That was really interesting. Yeah. And whereas in the first movie, it's a one time choice. In this movie, he's making the choice every day. It could, you know, he's already been out in the Matrix, and if he doesn't take the pill, then he's going to start thinking too much, and then he's going to start, like, seeing visions. I like that a lot. This movie, obviously, is some sort of retort against sequels that are written by committee and, and, are, and are written and sold to the lowest common denominator, and that's fine. Like, ugh. I like that this movie is divisive. I like that two of the three of us don't like this movie. It makes it way better to talk about. It makes it me way more likely to rewatch it uh, than just a random movie. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to throw names out there, but like random other sequels that come into theaters nowadays. So there's nothing wrong with this movie for me. Yes, it didn't hit on all the, it's not a 10 out of 10. It didn't, it's not a home run, but you know, it's a grounder. It's a, you know, it's a single. That's fine with me. And that's all I have to say about that. Ryan likes this movie more. This is Ryan Sahara. <laughs> yes. Oh, there, there we go. Like, that's a really good analogy. Like, we found... I, I, I understand why people don't like it, but that doesn't mean that I don't like it or can't like it. Yeah. This is your Wachowski movie. Everyone's got one. Well, I like the original Matrix and I like Speed Racer. <laughs> okay. He gets multiple Wachowski movies. Ryan likes all Wachowski movies. Okay. Super <laughs> Vendetta is good. You like Sense8? Ooh, Sense8. Jay's likes Wachowski movies. I don't, I don't know. Okay, Jupiter Ascending. I like the, I like looking at Jupiter Ascending. Um, the invasion. Yeah. What? The invasion. Do you guys like the invasion of the Body Snatchers reboot they did? Oh, that's right. I didn't watch it, but that's that's funny. Yeah, I watched. I actually, that was kind of fun. Fuck. Oh God, Jupiter Sending was with Channing Tatum and Mina Okay. <laughs> Jace, what are you going to give this, this here movie? 
Um, I don't love the movie. I don't hate hate the movie. I think it gets major points for dear like CGI team did great. I thought it was shot really well. The scenes themselves were very vibrant, which I appreciate. So I like I enjoyed viewing this film a lot. Um, I thought there were some creative decisions in using the portals to transport between places and where the fights took place. But oh, overall, you know, again, action was kind of lacking. Didn't love the force pushing. Um, the stakes are low. I think in an action movie, which this clearly is, we should be we should be getting some stakes. We should feel like character lives, you know, could be lost. And I don't think seeing Neo fighting in the Matrix and a character on the outside looking at a panel of his chest and seeing three red dots, um, you know, from where he's getting punched really makes me think that he's in danger because I know that he's the one. Again, first Matrix, we saw like four people die. Pretty gruesome deaths. Um, Total party kill in, in the trilogy. Yeah. So, you know, I think I might cut it right down the middle. This is for like a better score, a rewatch. Um, I think giving it a five right now is kind of kind of gracious. I think I could go lower, but I think Leave that's denying. I think some of the thing I think some of the things hit, Spoilers. and I'm only really really disappointed because I had an idea of what the movie might be like because I liked the first Matrix so much, and we just watched it. So a gracious five, very gracious indeed. Let me um. Let me preface my review by saying that I respect that some people will like this movie. Because like we said, Wachowskis, they fucking swing. So sometimes that swing can connect more with some people than, than others. You know, I got plenty of movies that I, I can't say are good, but I fucking love them. So this, my review is going to be solely my opinion as usual. But I just, I just know that, you know, there's going to be Defenders in this movie. That's, that's the only reason why I give dis a disclaimer on this <laughs> particular review. Um, because I was, I was so, f I think I was just really frustrated with this movie, especially coming after the Matrix marathon that me and Amber just did throughout this week. Because I've seen how high the Matrix can go and how low it can go. This one, I think, exists on a category of its own. I think it was using a little bit of that meta stuff as kind of a shield a little bit. It was kind of like, oh, fuck, we know this is just kind of like a little bit of a cash grab, so we're going to throw this meta stuff out there. I think if they cut out maybe a third of the meta stuff, it would have been more like, I guess, tasteful in the movie. I think they kind of milked the cow a little bit too long with that thing. Again, to go back to the fight scenes, you know, it was it was sorely missed the fight choreography. I mean, they even had I, I heard they had like one of the directors uh, of John Wick serve as an extra. I think he was the Chad character. And it was almost like a tease, man. It was like you, you, we've seen Keanu use these really awesome action sequences. And if you're going to dedicate a huge portion of the movie to all these action sequences, but don't do them right, that's going to be a huge dock for me. Um, I thought anytime there was an act action sequence, any fight scene in this movie, it was devastatingly boring. When I saw like the dojo scene with Morpheus and Neo, I'm like, oh, here we go. We got modern technology. We got we got these dudes going in and it was super lame. Tons of cuts. It was like I was I was watching. I don't know fucking uh, Captain America or something, you know, not to throw heat on them, but it's it's just not the same. This movie was a mile wide and an inch deep. I keep using that analogy because I think they spent too much time explaining all these different things without delving into any of the shit that I actually cared about. You know, I, I just I just know they could have done something good here. They were so fucking close. There was so many good ideas. There was even individual scenes 
uh, within the movie that I think were kind of good, but I kept flip-flopping between being like, oh, this scene's good, this scene's dog shit, this scene's kind of good, this scene fucking sucks. And I, maybe that's why we can color this movie differently with our opinions, because maybe maybe certain things worked, uh, but for me, it just totally didn't, didn't man. Um, given the, I, I spent the past day kind of thinking about how I actually feel about this movie, where I would rank it, and kind of like the pantheon of the, of the Matrix uh, sequels and, and you know, the, the entire uh, brand. I think I would put this below Revolutions for me. I think it goes out saying Revolutions is near the bottom. Um, I think for me, it would be this movie, Revolutions, uh, Animatrix Reloaded in the original. I think it took some risks, which I can throw some respect towards, uh, but when the risks just don't pan out, when, it, when it's done in a way that kind of has me like cringing in my seat, I'm shifting around, I'm like, oh, make it stop. I just, I can't give it credit for that. It's going to be a two for me in this movie. It was a painful watch, and it was more painful because I was seeing people li I like on the screen. I was seeing Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss, who have such a special place in my heart growing up watching them, and seeing them, seeing their characters uh, treated like this just hurt to watch it hurt man it hurts me to give that too all right but i think people should still see this movie with that said it's worth watching even if even if you think you're not gonna like it i think you can get something from it as a matrix fan it's a light a light respectful too dang son if you're listening to this don't watch the other movies besides the first matrix beforehand because you'll become yeah, too invested in the world <laughs> the <laughs> more the more this... matrix movies you watch the less you'll like this movie whoa wait. don't watch yeah. any of them don't watch any matrix movies just go in this one first. honestly that might be the best strat you know what that'd be interesting huh because like the people who have only heard about the matrix you know exterior to the movie they yeah. might and think the... that the original matrix is this complicated you know maybe uh, i don't know do your folks if you haven't seen any matrix movie and, and you listen to our whole podcast just now first of all thank you for your your stalwart patience uh it's very cool of you to listen to this episode and and stick with us throughout this conversation um let us know what you think you know we made it through our matrix resurrections uh conversation i think it's a conversation that's going to be going on for the next couple decades honestly with a movie like this yeah tell i think matrix five matrix five which hasn't been confirmed uh i didn't mention this earlier but kind of the production of this movie you know it was it was stalled for a while uh, i think it was lana wachowski even said that she didn't want to continue it she was like going to scrap the whole project yeah. and was actually convinced by the cast to finish it and, and i didn't mention this in review it's like i think that kind of showed a little bit in the movie for me well right bit. and yeah. i mean lily wachowski didn't participate Right. And they're different people now. It's been 20 years. Like, it's okay to have a different perspective on movie making. And right. I still am interested in seeing what they have to put out. Like, I totally am. Fuck yeah, I'm going to see the next Matrix movie when it comes out. I'm going to see, gonna the, see next... the next Wachowski project, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to see that shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, it's it, to me, it's kind of like Star Wars, where it's just kind of like, I want to see what they do with it. I don't, oh, even I if think I think it's going to be Star bad. Wars. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, let us know what you guys think about this. Uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram to let us know. But we, we made it, guys. We made it through the Matrix. We, we talked off camera about uh, not doing all of the Matrix movies. I'm really glad we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, this is going to become the Matrix podcast. Yep. I think we'd lose our minds, frankly. And also, we would just talk about the Matrix for five episodes and not have any jokes. I don't think there were any jokes in the last episode either. 
we didn't i think we did i think we had some goofs last episode i think we're overdue for some for some, for some, some knee slappers speaking of knee slappers uh i was going through kiana's catalog he's got some goofy ass movies oh yes let's do this dude kind of like what you mentioned ryan i might start cutting a lot of our movie decision conversation um, mm -hmm. And just kind of say, we've decided on doing this, but mostly I think we can cut maybe most of it out because sometimes it's just, it's like 10 minutes of us kind of being like, oh, there's a movie about yeah. slugs. If you guys are cool. That would be sick, dude. What is it a movie about slugs? He's a slug. He's a slug, but he's also a cop. Oh my God. Honey, how are you going to catch criminals if you're, if you're a slug? I'm going to coincidentally be there at the same time they are. I see the future. You know this about me. I'm a slug who sees in the future. I see it's also 20 hours into the future, and I have to go there right now. But isn't that precognitive? Yeah, I mentioned Minority already... Report, but it's slugs. <laughs> he's a slug. <laughs> what if the producer's like, hey, uh, can we do this movie where he's just not a, maybe not a slug and keep the future crime? No! Movie? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> no, just have uh, him as a human. Uh, he shows I mean, up. I mean, Tom Cruise sells. The face sells. Why are we going to waste that by replacing him with a CGI slug? Like, the slug is what holds this whole concept paying together. paying $25 million to get Tom Cruise, and he's just playing a CGI slug. Uh, sorry, Tom Cruise is going to voice the slug actor we hired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Excellent we're, adventure! We're finally, we're finally losing it. We're finally into, like, uh, riff okay. territory here. Do we want to cut in to the... Yeah, we'll cut into this. Okay. We just said we, it. We just said it. Uh, so we just had a... We convened. <laughs> we this this took this took longer off camera than we're willing to admit. Yeah. Okay, we're watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All right. The first that one. Yeah, the first the one. The first one. Okay. So, unfortunately, we're just yeah. now warmed up for joking, and we're at the end of the episode. We're, we're at the end of the episode. We we did a lot of uh cut joke content. Uh, so subscribe to our Patreon to uh get our too hot for for TV joking. Yeah. Hottest mics. The hottest mics. Hottest mics in town. And we also include serious conversations about our jokey episodes as well. So our Thanksgiving episode, oh, we actually yeah. do a real review. And Argo as well. There is a real Argo review out there somewhere. We just kept the app pitch episode. Great episode. If you're still here, go listen it's, to that one. As a listen, Ar listen to Argo. Um, if you get so scared in the Matrix that you okay. poop yourself. Yeah. Do you oh, shit yeah, in you yeah, yeah, in canon, you definitely do. Yeah. I mean, they, your body makes it real. Yeah, for sure. But what if, okay, what if you poop before yeah. you go into the Matrix? Oh, okay, so you're empty. And yeah. yeah you, empty man. No shells, no shells in the gun. Yeah. And you, you probably have an sort of gun. And then you go into the Matrix and you poop. Well, you probably can't poop because you pooped in your life in the not Matrix. You go into a pooping simulation. Okay, so you're in the pooping simulation where you for sure can, and you come out of it. Would you and... even not be able to, yeah. You know, I feel like the excitement of being in a combat situation, maybe you would shit yourself, actually. Maybe you would. I think that happens, right? I think you see how many times they get blasted yeah. into the wall with their back? It's like a... Yeah, they would. And, and Jace, I think that goes back to uh, what we were, we were talking about earlier. I'll try to say it more, more, more cleanly. You know, if you have intercourse in the Matrix... What happens? And then you, you, you um, arrive in the real world... <laughs> With the, the plug taken out. What? Is there uh um when you're when you're unplugged? <laughs> I don't I didn't want to say come back, all right. I knew you guys were gonna get me. I was trying to get ahead of it. 
and uh when, when when you're unplugged when you're unjacked from the matrix do you is there a refractory period okay i don't like i don't want to get all blue this is not but i don't yeah. know if there, we're not, there's not a non-serious answer to this question of course there is there is a refractory if if they yeah, i think it's yeah. really clear because i'm not even just memeing here because they mouse says to to neo he's like hey there there is this like character i can hook you up with for a sexual relation is that is that something that neo has to ask because he was like hey neo do you want to have relations with this program i made i think the next question for neo is like hey if if i you know you know yeah what's the embarrassment factor here? what's the embarrassment like when i wake up is there going to be a you know a problem i think that's the best He's way like, to address yeah and it's huge <laughs> yeah it's, it's like I'm glad way more than normal <laughs> it's... Oh god! <laughs> i've got a special chair in my it. room <laughs> you know that um that room uh one of the scene where neo is taken to the prison they actually have one of the they have a chair and they have a desk and they have one of the coils that I think you can like connect into. Yeah. Really? They have like a desktop except I, you're I in the matrix. I think they did. I think they did. Which you know, that's really not the worst prison if you can just connect to the, you know. Fuck no. It's got an Oculus. Like like what kind of prison is that? And as we now know, he can just Yeah, I mean, we people have made jokes about matrix porn which is enhanced, probably enhanced, but also like movies other experience it doesn't have to always be like you know doing kung fu and beating up you know you your know boss what? fantasies the matrix is kind of a serious movie i think yeah. this topic is fully explored in the docudrama demolition man okay hm. have you guys seen demolition man only the three seashells scenes i wholeheartedly unironically recommend yeah. the movie demolition man okay starring sylvester stallone and sandra bullock and Blade. And, oh. and Blade. We gotta go, uh, whenever we, gotta we watch West Blade, me and Julie have a competition season. to say who can say Blade the most times in like the best <laughs> circumstances. We got to do a Wesley Snipes season at some point. Oh, damn, yeah. That guy fucking rules. <laughs> oh, okay, join guys. us next week yeah. <laughs> so, for uh, Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure, excellent which is number adventure. one. And be, uh, careful, be careful, Jason and the listeners, because... Number two isn't named Bill and Ted 2. It's yeah. named Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Which I think is, is superior to the first. Literally oh, yeah. never heard, totally. heard, of that, uh, heard of that movie. Okay. And I'm not kidding. They, so, uh, should we watch that Excellent one? Excellent Adventure. Excellent Adventure. I think we should just establish the canon with Excellent Adventure. Bogus Journey, just to touch on it briefly, is when they die and go to hell and have to fight the Grim Reaper at, at, at like yes, Twister and a bunch of board games. It was awesome. Sounds metal as fuck. Yes, it, that literally, yeah, yeah. It's fucking great, yeah. <laughs> but this one, they time travel, and they, uh, well, no spoilers. Uh, Bill and Ted's, Ryan and I have seen this this classic. Jace, I'm times. actually, I'm glad you haven't seen it. I'd love to hear a fresh take on a classic. Um, we hope you guys will join us. Thanks for uh, hanging with us for the Matrix Resurrections uh, episode. We hope we helped you digest this movie, because I know after I watched it, I was like, Oh fuck! I need to re look up a discussion. I need to hear totally. what people think. I totally this, agree. Please. Yeah. Um, I hope we could be that for you, and I hope our discussion wasn't as frustrating as the movie was. Uh, but Speak I for yourself, <laughs> eh? <laughs> um, uh, Jace, where, where can uh, where can they find us on on, on the on the interwebs? Well, you can find some of our beautiful faces and 
funny voice clips from each episode at Instagram at Good Boys Gone Bland. There are some tweets that have been tweeting. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at GBGB Podcast. And as always, I love reading your fan mail, erotic fan fiction, and comments about yeah. Ryan's soft feminine hands. You can keep yeah, sending them to the GBGB Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us some emails. We love your emails. Uh, we'll read your we'll read your email live on air, if you want. You can just just say in your email, be it, read this live, and we will, uh, yeah. to the best of our ability. We'll read your reviews too, if if you if you leave them, if they're good, if they're good reviews. I'll read all five star and one star reviews. Don't uh, please don't leave a one star no, no, review. No, no, yeah, don't leave one star. Yeah. Come on, guys. Hey, we would read it, but then we would, if we know you, you get sad. You're yeah. gonna. We would. It, it wouldn't even like yeah we would just cry on air i think we probably know your address too yeah and we'd be like screw you asshole and whoa we, we would, those are some words be, those are some yeah. believable words mm -hmm. i'd send you yeah, that's confetti the, that's the vibe. in a bag and it would it's, open it up and are you thinking of isn't glitter? It, isn't it glitter i think confetti's no, easy confetti is no. actually kind of fun it's yeah like, but i'm gonna fill it with carolina reaper powder too well, they probably should not eat it like we normally do with. Yeah, I confetti. think that would be illegal to send because it would be a trap. Probably be a Ryan. Probably. Is that... We have I'll a different conception of what confetti is. Thanks for not leaving the one star review because now you know what would happen. Yeah, now you know. Well, that was a little sample. <laughs> that was that was us at a at a four. You don't want to see us go you ten. You don't want to right? know. You don't want people to see. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even. I'm fried from this movie, guys. Like yeah, I used a I lot of neuron. Sweet. I used a lot of neuron energy to watch it, and a lot of just to talk about it like that. Like I, I'm, I'm Neo just jerking around in the chair right now, uh, talking about this movie. So, um, as always, uh, uh, this is the GBGBs. Guys. No, no, we can't say.